Hey, what's going on, my friends? Welcome to another episode of the Awaken Life Podcast. My name is Victor, and I'm here with my amazing wife, Patty. Oh, hey, guys. And today is going to be a bit different. We're going to do a Q&A where I get questions uh, sent to me every day in many forms, through email, through my Instagram account, of course, YouTube, and even the podcast. Sometimes people leave questions. And Patty and I had initially had a different intention for today's podcast, which was about integration. But ironically, because we're going through a period of integration, it didn't make for a very good and coincise podcast. We came off, uh, it was a bit scattered and not up to our standards, but we didn't want to disappoint you guys. We want to hook you up with a nice podcast as scheduled. So we're going to well, again, we're a bit scattered to come up with our own ideas, so we're going to just answer some questions from the fans, and I think it should be kind of fun and kind of hopefully take on kind of a life of its own. Sound yeah. good, love? Yeah, I'm excited. Cool, cool. We gave it a pretty good effort this morning, would you say? We tried <laughs> twice. It wasn't yeah, happening. Yeah, it was just not happening. It's okay. It's all yeah. good. That's because this podcast is the one that needs to go out, right? I like that positive outlook, love. Good, <laughs> good. All right, so here's one we'll start with. Um... Let me see. I want to read it straight verbatim real quick. Yeah, I don't know any of these questions, so this is going to be interesting. Okay, this is from Winning Life Daily is the name of the Instagram account. Hey, Victor, heard you're doing a Q&A. Would appreciate if you answer these questions, brother. How to get out of a slump? I'm having low energy and no drive to do what I want. I just stay in bed until 3 p.m. and sleep and go to sleep at like 4 a.m. Even though I love self-help and spirituality, it's getting me nowhere. Reading books and stuff, but it seems pretty useless and it doesn't bring me anywhere. So I have my response right away. What do you have to say, love? You want to start? Uh, no, you can start with that one. Okay. <laughs> it sounds to me, man, or, or woman, sorry, um, like you need a you need something to wake up to. You need a purpose. Yeah, that you, was my that was my yeah. initial thought was that there needs to be some like passion. Or yes. something. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Not not a purpose because that thing's, oh my God, what's my purpose? Let's not get into that whole tailspin. Mm-hmm. You need a goal. You yeah. can only get so much out of reading a book. You could, you could be an expert in every spiritual field, but you won't have the internal feeling of wholeness and satisfaction from something you're learning or even, even meditation practice. That's all sort of a to get you into a certain state of being, to bring you into your optimal frequency, your optimal self, but there's a satisfaction that comes from expressing. You're learning, you're, maybe you're centering yourself all, all day, but you're not doing anything with it. Yeah. And a lot of what stops people is, well, I don't know what to do. I have all these different ideas. I know I'm meant to do something, but I don't know what. You gotta just start doing something. You gotta yeah. pick something. Take pick. some sort of action. Uh, even if the action that you're taking doesn't bring you that much excitement it could lead to something that makes you feel very passionate yes and makes you very excited because i was in a big slump before i started finding out what my purpose was and i just started kind of going towards whatever felt resonant with me and i learned about many different things and read about many different things and some of them I didn't really care care too much about but it all helps to like drive you forward 
Yeah, I imagine it's like we're all like little cars, and it sounds like you're like a car parked off the side of the road, watching the other cars go by, and like and trying to like read about cars, but you just gotta get on the freaking road and just start driving, and doesn't you don't know I don't know where to go. There's no map this time. You just start driving and use your intuition to lead you down whatever turn you need to go on. But just get moving. Wake up tomorrow early. Wake up an hour early. Get off your butt and say I'm gonna do something different. Break up your pattern. Shake yourself up and get some kind of Get some kind of goals. Work out. There's, we always have goals. I always have a handful of personal goals, relationship goals, uh, business goals, health goals. I mean, you do too, right? Yeah, yeah. Not so formal. Not You're so, more like. I'm more like flying on the seat of my pants, kind of like. But I, you move forward. But I right? do. I do move forward with something like um, when I first um, started getting into shamanism. I I got a bunch of books, and they weren't all directly related to shamanism they were some of them were just plant medicine oriented but but it was you know there were books that made me excited to read them and they were easy reads so that I could you know if you get a book that's really challenging to read sometimes it can be boring and you're like no I don't want to do this but you know it's still you can start reading a book and if you don't like it pick a different book and say okay I'll come back to that later to put no expectation on where it has to go and when it has to be done just start moving forward yeah experimentation will bring you the clarity of what you came here to do and and once you start doing that you'll have a, a reason to wake up okay same person different question since Evil and good doesn't exist. It's kind of an interesting one. Even I normally wouldn't answer the same person, but I kind of want to talk about this. It's kind of cool. Okay. Hello, Victor. Since evil and good don't exist, what do you think about the left-hand path? He's referring to manifesting from dark energy, Wicca, and all that kind of stuff. So basically all mm. occult and pagan stuff. So I have an interesting perspective as of recently about, quote-unquote, the left-hand path. I, it was during an ayahuasca ceremony. And I went into this particular ceremony with a little bit of fear. I had this feeling that like fear, my own fear, you know, paranoid sort of feelings might be a theme like darkness. And there was a, it was a short lesson, but anyway, it started getting real spooky. The the Mm -hmm. vibe, the visuals, Mm -hmm. just the tone, my body, I was very spooky, very eerie. And then I was sort of like brought back to a memory from when I was a little kid and it was like when I was a little kid, my and most parents do this too. It's fine. They they try to like shelter me and steer me away from anything scary. Most parents do that, mm-hmm. and almost like scary, dark. The left hand path equals bad. Equals something you mm-hmm. should avoid. And I just made that sort of connection. And as most of us do. Yeah, for sure. You know, I think it's normal to to have that belief. Right, but that clarity in that moment, in that sort of vision, I realized that darkness is neutral. It was just I learned to associate fear with the darker, the night, the darker sort of elements of life and really it's just it's like another side of the coin. It's just as valid as anything. So I try to look at dark and light as best I can from that perspective, though, of course, I'm not some kind of saint. So that would so I don't really believe there's anything inherently wrong or negative uh, in anything unless we choose to imbue it with that meaning. So you just mm-hmm. have to ask yourself, honestly, this, this is more of a just a curiosity than it's a pointless question. Get a sincere question. But if you feel maybe like you resonate with this stuff, then go for it. Even if if I said, oh, it's dark, that's bad. If you resonate with being a pagan or the Wicca, you go for this. There's nothing inherently wrong, in my opinion, with anything, really, as long as what's the truth of you is what you resonate with, and that will never lie to you, that is never wrong. 
So that's my perspective. What do you have to say, love? Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm in agreement with you on that. And I, I had a different um, experience sort of that kind of led me to that um, belief. And I'll just touch on that briefly. Yeah, go ahead. Like um, during a mushroom journey, these beings all came to me and they, some of them were pretty terrifying looking. And um, then they all like went away and kind of came back and they all looked the same. They all had the same, like I've called it a costume. And what I took from that was that we're all just consciousness and we're all beings of light. And it doesn't matter what the uh, outer shell looks like. We're all the same. So if you resonate with something, as Victor said, you know, as you said, babe, uh, with something that maybe somebody else believes is dark, it, that doesn't necessarily mean that's true. You know, there's a lot of Wicca people that do good with that energy and it doesn't have, you know, it doesn't have to be anything other than what, what resonates with you. And if you resonate with that, then I say, go for it. Yeah. I've met quite a few cool Wiccans myself. I meet all sorts of cool people. Yeah. In my I'm, line of work. I'm following some like cool witch people on Instagram and I'm just like, Hey, they're all, I'm like, does that make me a witch? Cause I resonate with some of the stuff. I don't know. Yeah. You if know? anything, I respect people to go against the grain like that. Must, I'm sure they get chipped from everybody oh, right yeah. Wicked, oh my god yeah you, you know so well, yeah. follow, follow what resonates right so this one is from the instagram name asmetosis i'm not sure if that's pronounced correctly or what it means hey victor as someone who has had a recent awakening i feel lost rather have kind of lost a desire to partake in normal life in quotations <laughs> i know that i have a purpose on earth but i but how do how do I find what it is? I really want to be here, help humanity, but knowing that I know I, I basically, I know I'm not living my purpose every day and it makes me feel like I'm stagnant. How do you find what it is meant to be doing in this life? And personally, my, what I gather from the tone of this is that you're actually doing what you're supposed to do. A lot, we, a lot of people, when they first wake up, as you said, you're early in their awakening. One of the first things they realize is that you came here for a reason. Yeah, like and a, a higher calling. Right. And that breeds a, a like a, what is it? Let's do it. I want to do it. But there's, it's a... It takes time to get there. So, you know, everybody wants it right now, but patience is yeah. the key because it doesn't happen overnight. You know, you didn't... Most likely you didn't wake up overnight, you know, it probably started slowly trickling, trickling in, trickled into your life and, you know, it's going to take some time to get to where you are able to find your purpose. Is that? Yeah. Yeah. You, it? There's no right answer. Okay. Whatever you think. <laughs> it reminds me of your friend Tia because she had sort uh -huh. of, sort of like, doesn't even really know she's awake, but she is. Yeah. And she has, a, she knows she has a sense of purpose and mm -hmm. she's like, well, I want to find it. Um, and what I tried to tell her is like, you're actually where you're supposed to be. It's like, you really got to get to know who you are before you can really start expressing your purpose. And, and just the initial awareness that you, you uh, knowing, not an awareness, and a knowing you came here to do something. And, and when you're going through that little phase of uh, integration and look, coming to know yourself when you're not doing it, it can feel like there's something missing. It can feel like you, there's a there's always a desire to find it but at the same time the period prior to finding it is necessary for you to do it well when you do it right and also know that you know what resonates with you right now in this moment may not continue to resonate with you as you grow on your spiritual path you know because you're an ever-evolving being so just you know find it now and then expect it to kind of evolve 
As you do. Yeah. I just sense this person's right where they need to be. Yeah. Like, like it's very normal to go through where you're like nothing. Mm-hmm. You don't want to do anything in the mm-hmm. on the earthly level, like cutting the lawn and weeding and paying or go, taxes. Or all going that kind to of your stuff. normal job, whatever that yeah, might be. It yeah. It feels very unfulfilling and meaningless. It's just mm-hmm. mundane and like just uh, yeah, unfulfilling. Uh, but that will pass. The idea is eventually you'll get, you'll come back into the ability to experience a lot of joy in the normal mundane things. Yeah. Um, but you're where you're supposed to be, hon. You just, you just chill. You just be patient. <laughs> okay, let's see. Someone asked me about like, how, what's, what's some tips for teaching your children about spirituality? I'm going to let you start with that one. Ah, of course. Okay. Well, I, I don't know. I don't necessarily teach the kids anything. I just talk about what we do and then it just kind of like resonates with them. Like, I don't know. I don't know where to start with that. Okay. I do. And that will give you ideas. At least in my opinion, I've talked to a lot of people who want to teach their children about spirituality as if spirituality is a, is a series of like an education right. experience. Really, they already I, know. Yeah, <laughs> they got it. They're yeah. teaching you. Yeah. Our yes. children are teaching us how to be present, how to be authentic, how to own our wishes and dreams, and and be be themselves mm-hmm. ourselves unapologetically. And they do it a thousand times better than us. You could teach yeah. them all you want, but, but all the teachings they're really just to lead to the state of being they already yes. sort of have. Mm-hmm. At least our kids and most. Younger children, I've seen. I'm not, I'm not yeah. trying to say our kids are so amazing. It's no, children it's most, in general are more it's connected. Kids that come in and and you know they lose it as they grow older. You know, through life, like we did. But when kids come in aware. Yeah. And they know, like they're little beings of light that just kind of like, <laughs> I don't know. They just know it's spirituality and they know how to be present. Yeah. If anything, is a practical sort of tip is to make it fun. Like I have my my younger kids sometimes play with our. We have a crystal singing bowl. We haven't done it in a while, but you know what we'll do is we'll all sit around it and I'll, I'll hit it and I'll be like a hmm, you know, make a hum, and they they all know they get to hit it one time and then close their eyes and and they just listen to it. And they're all excited and they, yeah. they're excited when it's their turn and they hit it and they, they all know how to play it pretty well for real little kids. And it's fun. It's not like the energy of, okay, kids, homework's done. We got to meditate because right. I want you to be, you know, it's not like that because if they just detect the slightest hint of us trying to influence them and control them, they rebel even if it's something they would potentially enjoy. Right. And my, my friend Tia that we just were talking about, she actually goes to her kid's school and teaches um, like a mindfulness class and she like does breathing exercises with those kids and you know um, teaching kids how to breathe and, and be in their breath is is really important too so if you're looking for like practices you can probably find something on online on like how to like teach your kids meditation and stuff yeah and then lastly i would say it's about being an example it, it, yeah. the kids can tell you're bullshitting if you're like oh teaching about patience and humility and kindness and, and compassion you're and your then mind. you're freaking out because yeah. they made a mess they're gonna your teachings are gonna, gonna fall on that. deaf ears yeah. you just be a good person and they'll they'll absorb that yeah definitely yeah. Um, okay, this one's from my boy Josh. I know him. What's up, Josh? He says, at what point during your awakening process did you start to see the light on the other side? Was there any point when you lost hope? 
Many times. I never lost hope. How about you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, many times. You know, it's hard to trust when... It's easy to trust when things are going smoothly. Mm-hmm. But when there's a big shift about to happen, a lot of times things break down. And it's taken many breakdowns for us to be able to trust, okay, this is just breaking down because it needs to be released and now we're going to have an upgrade and we know that but it I mean how many breakdowns did we have that we were just like losing our minds like oh my god how do we Years how do we it. trust this you know but uh I mean a time frame it took years <clears throat> Right? Yeah, normally I don't tell people that, so I appreciate your honesty. They might not, though. <laughs> no. Well, I mean, it depends on the person. Like, I, I feel like because I'm I'm uh, more allowing, it was maybe easier for me. Like, you like right. to control things, and you know, because you're like a doer type of person, and I'm more like a more relaxed in that way. So, I mean, if you can just be allowing, be in a be in a state of allowing and then maybe it will be more smoothly for you. And I just always know that you're you're protected and taken care of. And if you have that awareness, then you can more easily accept the challenges that might arise during this process. Yeah. And for me, during the whole awakening, there were at the very least periods or moments at, at the very least of uh, where I was able to sort of temporarily experience the fruits of my labor, where mm-hmm. I felt con- like reconnected and in my faith and in my knowing and, and life was sort of showing me that life can really work very beautifully and synchronistically in your favor when you're on this path so that would happen periodically it happens more so now now to answer your question basically i started to feel like a lot better where i i feel just so grateful to have gone through this when i started to take action on my purpose and it didn't start with youtube it started when i oh when i started the gym a long time ago Mm -hmm. that was an expression of my my true authentic creative energy and though that had many ups and downs, I wouldn't say wait for it just to start getting easy. It doesn't. Um, but but you become stronger. You become much more allowing. As Patty said, during the lows, you know the benefit. And and life really starts to kind of turn around for you. Now I'm at a point where I'm, my mind is blown at how awesome it's getting how how my dreams are just manifesting before my eyes. The seeds I planted, you know, d- a decade ago are starting to sprout and this whole forest is emerging. And I'm just so it's it's my mind is blown and I can see it's just not going to stop. It's just ever evolving expansion of uh, positivity. But yeah, but I, I'd like to add also. I'm just rambling. No, that's OK. <laughs> I just I'd like to add that, like when we started going through this process, there wasn't as much information about it either. So there was like no, not much help out there. So I feel like people that are waking up now, they're, they're kind of in a better spot, you know, because there's more, a lot more information and a lot more people going through this, you know, awakening process. So I I feel like that will also help to alleviate the years of time uh, that it took for us. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I know this guy is someone I work with, Josh, he's a badass. He's someone just real quick, a message to you and also the 
people listening. Josh is someone who a little while ago finally had the courage to start a YouTube channel. He sensed intuitively that was something he was destined to do. And he started out doing stuff with like rock and roll and he's a vocalist and that was like the best thing he could think of. And it's now evolved into more of a self-development healing, similar to what I do in a sense. And he's on fire with ideas. He sent me a text the other night like, yo, Vic, I'm just freaking feeling amazing you know because that's when it starts to when you really get off your ass and start taking action imperfect unguided action on what you hope to be maybe one day becoming your purpose and then you finally find it and start doing it that's when things turn around in a very bold and just obvious way at least that's how it was for me yeah well i'd say that's spot on for everyone you know once you start going towards your purpose and your passion then that's when it breeds uh Productivity, I guess. <laughs> yeah, or a turning point, as he yeah, was sort of asking beautiful. for. Yeah, beautiful. Thank you. Yeah. Okay, this one's for uh, Kelly Dizon777. What up, Kelly? Did you have a spiritual awakening before Patty? I am a little bit more enlightened and further ahead than her, actually. No, just kidding. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. If you guys could see my face right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, says the enlightened person. No. Yeah. Um, and if so, how did you manage going through that with a family? The things I'm interested in, for example, your videos, I don't know if my partner would understand. I love him and I know a spiritual awakening is a very personal experience. I don't want to sound like a nutball. Um, so ye- in a sense, I started to become aware of this information you're referring to a, like a teeny bit, like a few days, maybe a week before Patty. Well, okay. And I didn't hold back though. No, <laughs> let's, let's just do it like this. Okay, so our process kind of both started before we met. But the information that you had... And what she's referring yes, to is more like... That, yeah. Well, I would say you started telling me all this stuff and some of it would freak me out. And I'd be like, listen, I, I just... I can't hear anymore because I just... I'm not ready to know that yet. <laughs> it's causing me fear and I don't like that feeling. So, and, but that lasted for a while. I mean, six months maybe, mm-hmm. you know, but finally I just started allowing for you to, you know, kind of feed me information. <laughs> <laughs> she was nice. She listened to me, even though you didn't care all that much. Yeah. I didn't put much stock into anything really. And that's because that's just, I guess my personality type. I didn't really, I'm just kind of. It is what yeah. it is. It's tough to answer because there was no the day I awakened, the mm-hmm. day I woke up. Our whole life has basically been like a blossoming mm-hmm. and there are certain milestones that might people might say, oh, that was your awakening. It's, it's really just our whole life. Um, but what I'd recommend for this person, for you, Kelly, is to be respectful of your, your partner's where your partner is. Yeah. It sounds like a lot, you know, a lot of people I talk to, they want to talk about this stuff for themselves because it's just important to them, which is fine. But like, like you said, like I, you know, what I had to say scared Patty. So it really wasn't cool of me to insist on talking about that because her, she was not in a place where that information was at all helpful. If anything, it was just sort of freaked her out a little bit. So you, I, I recommend being respectful of where your husband is and, or your partner and, and really just understand that it's very, very, very common to go through this journey and to feel kind of like a loner and no one gets you. It was like that for me. It was like that for Patty. It was like everybody I talked to for the most part. And the reality is just not everyone's ready for the kind of information that you're starting to become aware of. And it's, it's wise and kind to be respectful 
to other people. Now, with that said, as you come into your own a little bit, you'll start to find openings where it is advantageous to spew, uh, spread a little bit of your knowledge, but usually it's done so in a very, very simple, basic, not at all spiritually technical way. It's more of just you'll start to exemplify what you're now learning about and that will wear off on people rather than feeling you got to educate them. Right. And also, um, like not putting an actual definition on things. It's kind of like, you know, being specific is in your mind might be necessary, but in your partner's mind, it they may not understand what you're, what this, what you're being specific about. Does this, is this making sense? What I'm trying to say? Are you even listening to me? I was listening. I was trying to find another question. (laughs) It better have made Um, sense. No, I mean, um, like you can kind of like dance around a specific thing. So you're not saying something that's like exact, like, Oh, there's alien beings that are watching over us all the time, you know, protecting us. You don't have to say that. You don't have to say aliens. You can say angels, you can say guides, or you can just say beings or something, you know, whatever would you feel like would resonate with your partner the best. You can talk about things in a way that they will understand and in a lighter tone that might make them feel secure with what you're saying instead of what Victor did, which was, uh, you know, honey, the planet's ascending. We're being controlled (laughs) by corruption and negative forces. (laughs) Yes. And yeah. So that would be my, that would be my suggestion, you know, because I mean, I'm, I'm pretty like open, but you know, <laughs> some of the stuff that you were just saying was pretty uh, intense for me. Yeah. I like what you said. That's a way that you could sort of, maybe she could get her needs met yeah. of discussing it, at least right. the fundamentals. And also, you know, in a way that might even be helpful to, to the partner. So that's, right. a, that's and, a good way to do it. And also you being awake and around your partner is going to help wake them up as well. So just know that if it's, a partnership that is meant to be forever that inevitably that person will wake up because you are wake, yeah. waking up and awake right now. So, and that's an energy thing. It's mm-hmm. not that you'll say something. It's that your energy will raise his energy exactly. or, or her. I don't know. They said partner. I'm sorry. I'm just to raise your partner's energy up. So you just be the best person you can be, except the fact that you might not have people to talk about this for now and, and let the story unfold. You'll be just fine. Okay. Yeah. Okay, we'll do one, maybe one or two more. This one is, uh, they just asked us to share some of our favorite books. Now, I know you're a bit biased with the plant medicine, so you could, do any, any other books that might just be more general that have helped you along your way? Um, well, one book that really helped me is um, by Dr. Shafali called Conscious Parenting. Mm-hmm. That's obviously a parenting what book. What about that? That one, that that strong feminine. Oh, the warrior goddess yeah. training book. Yeah, that was a good one too. Um, uh, warrior goddess training, I believe, is the name of it. It's by Heather Ash, Heather Ash Amara. Um, that's a really good one. It's really beautiful to for um, empowering oneself. It's geared towards women, but I feel like it would help men as well. But it's made for women, obviously. Warrior goddess. Um, that's a good one. And, um, I mean, obviously the power of now is always very helpful. That's a, that's a good 
um, that's a good one. Yeah, there's many. So I think there's just depending on what you're what into your at the interest time. Is, yeah. yeah. We like you like Alan Watts a lot, right? Yeah. Oh, that was a, was a good one. His um, "You're It" by Alan Watts is. Um, I think Real, it's a talk. I think it's a talk on Audible or it's an audio book. Yeah, but it also comes in a book form, but you can mm. get it on audiobook and it's his voice. So that is really helpful because he articulates it perfectly. Sometimes when they are not the author, you know, it's like kind of, you don't really know how they meant to articulate it in their writing. But yeah, that's a, that's a good one too. Yeah. Um, yeah, the rest of my books are probably shamanism related or <laughs> or, or uh, fairies or something. You know? Right, right. No, those are good. I remember. I I remember you when you were doing that phase of walking a lot in the morning. You're listening to the both those the warrior goddess yeah. one, and you'd always be yeah. like, "Oh my goodness, Victor, today she said this and this." And I remember thinking, "Wow, that's a great book. I would recommend it to my clients at the time. Mm-hmm. That's a it is a phenomenal book. I got some out of hearing Patty's renditions of it. Um, but I think if especially if you're a female and you if you want to like feel empowered, it's uh it seemed to be a very powerful yeah, book. It was another book I just thought of was that's really nice, um, really really good is uh, the Four Agreements um, by shoot I forget his name, but I have like Mig- Miguel, Miguel Ruiz, or yeah, Don yes, Miguel Mi- Ruiz, yeah, Don Miguel Ruiz, yeah, something, yeah, yeah. I think it might be Junior, but yeah, that one is a good one as well. Um, we're looking around the room right now trying to find <laughs> we don't have a lot books. of books here yeah I read that book in, re- in rehab not in rehab but uh, when I was getting clean when I was 19 yeah. I read mm-hmm. that book and that, a lot of people are on the halfway house were reading that and mm-hmm. we talked yeah. about it that was an excellent book a very good book Jack's outside oh okay I just thought we just saw our, our cat he's outside um, anyway the um, a book that I ha- I haven't read it but um, I read some of it. It's called Be Love Now by Ram Das. Mm. Um, I started reading it, and that was really, really a really beautiful book, but I never finished it, so I don't know how it ends or cool. how it is. But, yeah, that's a good one, too. All right. I got a bunch I can start listening. I know. Go ahead. Think. So I'm going to give you a few of my favorites, and because they're all from they, – they're, they're great for different circumstances. So I read one – called A Man's Search for Meaning by Viktor Frankl, which could be just as easily enjoyed by a woman, even though it's the, the title seems you know like it would turn you off. It's about a psychologist who survived a Nazi death camp during the Holocaust. Holocaust. And it was like this person in, in such a heinous situation was able to find himself, find literally peace of mind and joy and happiness and enlightenment, essentially, in perhaps one of the darkest human situations imaginable and just the the inspiration i drew from that it's just it shows you the power of the human spirit in in a way that i've never experienced it's a very very famous book that i think is a must read for almost any human being honestly i i can't say enough about it um, I've also really enjoyed the book as of this last year called You Are the Placebo. I know you I, like... I just <laughs> was... I'm, I'm going through my books right now and um, like on my audio books and mm-hmm. that, that one I just was... Uh, going cr- across... Got across. Whatever. Yeah, I would recommend that a lot. That's... I... I, I, I uh, I, uh, I heard that from my <laughs> friend Rayma Orr, another YouTuber. Real good, real cool guy if you guys haven't heard of him. Rayma Orr. 
and he told me that was one of his favorite books of all time. And it's it's such a does such a great job of op- a job of opening you up to the potential of one's ability to influence their reality with their beliefs and with their their programming their own subconscious mind to work in their favor. And it tells you why it works, how to do it. And just real briefly, the author is someone who was hit when he was like in his early 20s. He was doing a triathlon or something and he got hit by a car and he broke his back. And he went to several doctors that said, listen, we're going to fix you, but you're going to have this massive metal plate in your back and you're not going to be able to walk very well, if at all. And just something in him was like not satisfied. He like demanded that he would, he didn't want to accept it because he loved biking so much or something. So he finally, he ignored. Well, he was a chiropractor. He was a chiropractor yes. as well, yeah. Yeah, so he was like, no, I don't want to do that. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm not. I'm just not going to do that. So this is what he did, I swear to you. He literally didn't get any kind of surgery. He went home, and he fixed his back with his mind. He spent hours every day visualizing this surgery that he was conducting all in his mind, and he was visualizing his back healing. And within a couple of months, he could walk again. He, he, he recovered full mobility and a pretty miraculous healing and he had no doctor's assistance whatsoever which is what inspired him to start like helping people come into their own power of their belief like you are the placebo meaning your reality is determined by your own placebo sort of beliefs and you can start to tweak those and experience miracles so that was a really powerful book that's a good one and then what you want to say say one no i got a whole bunch here now let me just say my last one then you can finish yeah it's okay another one i liked is mastery by robert green that's all this is all about very influential people like uh, Temple Grandin, uh, Van Gogh, Charles Darwin, um, you know, people on that level, you could say, famous, famous people throughout history. And a lot of times we look at these people as like these, these supreme sort of beings and you know, like they're fortunate or something. And, and Robert Greene, the author, takes us back into their journeys, their own, their own, uh, their own path and their own unfoldment, which all these people I'm describing came from very, very challenging circumstances. And it kind of watched the progression of their journey, which helped me when I was pursuing my purpose and my passion. I have a strong sense of purpose. And when I started following it, you know, it's easy to kind of feel down. But when I read these stories that I just connected with this path, they all sort of shared. There were similarities. And then seeing where it led, I could kind of connect with that. And it gave me hope and inspiration to kind of keep going along because these people didn't have it easy. And they were able to be incredibly uh, a huge asset to society. So anyway, it's a, it's a brilliant book in my opinion. Yeah. So um, another book that um, it was very, very helpful to to me to stay positive um when i was feeling kind of like in a, in a funk was the secret i have it on audiobook it's also like um a documentary on netflix i think it's on netflix still i don't know but um it would help me when i was feeling like funky to like lift me up a little bit so that was a good one and then um i have um the uh, no, what was it? Um, the Art of Mindful Living by Thich Nhat Hanh. It's kind of like a meditation sort of um, sort of book. And then I had a whole bunch here that, oh, I said all these. Um, 
The Soul of Discipline. That's a uh, parenting book. That's really good. Who's this by? Kim John Payne. That was really, really helpful for me, especially when I was homeschooling. Um, that's a good one. And Still the Mind by Alan Watts. It, if it's on audio, if you get the audiobook, I think that's all they have. But um, it's like a meditation, and it like helps you with meditation with, by Alan Watts, who I love. Cool. And there's there's so many. Yeah, we don't have so to. We many. could probably move on. I would think, hun. Do you think? I think so. But yeah. there, okay, last one. The um, Carl Jung's um, autobiography, Memories, Dreams, and Reflections. That's a good one too. It's his autobiography, which he actually didn't want published until after he died because he didn't want there to be any expectation on his writing. He wrote it very like matter of fact and um, uh, like sort of disconnected. It was very, very point blank, I guess. Yeah, that's, <laughs> I know when she's enjoying a book because every day she say, oh my goodness, and she'll tell me, she'll tell me like, <laughs> she'll just basically regurgitate the whole book to me. So I kind of don't even have to read it. <laughs> yeah. So we got this one a couple questions and we'll bombs. Okay. okay, I'm getting kind of tired. Yeah. So this is from Jackie Morrow. She says, "What do you think your purpose is? You do a great job helping others like ask themselves this question in some videos. Um, so what is your purpose and does it change every couple of years?" Yeah, I would say um, it's hard to sum up a purpose. For for me, I'm doing my purpose right this mo this moment. This podcast feels in a it felt in alignment for me. It felt there's a resonance with starting a podcast, and and I took action on it. And even though it, it was kind of a pain in the butt, honestly, to figure out what I had to do and get all this equipment and learn how to do it, um, but I kind of pushed through that. And now I'm doing the podcast. And every time I do a podcast, I feel good. I feel connected. I can just sort of have a intuitive sense. It's part of my purpose. So I do many things associated with my purpose. My life has become an expression of my purpose in pretty much all ways. I listen to my intuition and I follow it blindly and I, I create from that place and that's what a purpose is. So right now I got this podcast. Um, in the future, in the near future, I, in fact, just the other night I was, I was kept awake with these like downloads, you could say, if you want to call them that, of a book I'm going to write. I already kind of know the title and exactly what it's going to be about. So I'm going to start doing that. I feel inspired to do speaking coming up here soon in retreats. So just I, I take action on my inspiration, and that's my purpose. And yes, it does change. Not every couple of years are just constantly changing. So what's your purpose, hon? Well, um, my purpose right now is learning about my purpose. <laughs> yeah, really. which you have a sense of which what is, it will ultimately I, look yes, like. Yes, I have a sense of what I think it's going to look like. But, you know, years ago, my purpose was just being your support and taking care of the kids and you know now my purpose is all about what I want to do with my life in the in the future and I'm learning about that and you know shamanism and plant medicine and you know it's it's still unclear exactly what the end result's going to be so that's why my purpose right now is just learning about yeah. moving forward in that direction Right. I see you working with the medicine and doing like holding I, circles maybe too, a while but, from now, yeah. but that's where I see you going. Um, but the point, I guess the main point is the more you take action on your excitement and your passion, the more clarity you'll have. But right. many people, I think, block themselves by putting all this, all this hype 
on a, some sort of singular mission they're yeah. trying to find when all the while they're getting these insights, these inspirations, but because it doesn't fit the bill or doesn't fit this expectation of the purpose, mm-hmm. they like, they, it, they're ignoring it, putting it aside. So yeah. what in your life do you feel passionate about right now? Do it, start doing it blindly and then see what happens and see where it goes. That's, that's living your purpose in a right. nutshell. Exactly. Yeah. I think it's, that's beautifully put because you know, the expectations that we put on ourselves and what it should or shouldn't look like can actually hinder the process and like make it take longer. Yeah. Okay. One more. Okay. From the same person. How did you guys find other awake yet somewhat normal friends, especially in areas of the country that aren't out West? <laughs> I like that. She's, is this a she? I think this so. This person, yeah. I like though that person said, nor- somewhat normal. Yeah, right. Yeah, you can meet a lot of wacky wake awake people, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it just had have happened for us. We went through a long time, right, love, where we did not have quote unquote normal awake friends or awake friends whatsoever. Yeah. But now we are in a phase where we've come long enough and and like soulmate friends yeah. are are popping into our lives at a rate and in ways that are still like mind-blowing to me yeah honestly um when i went through a time where i didn't really have any friends and so i just kind of put it out into the universe that i wanted friends and um one of the people that came into my life is my sister tia now who who i'm incredibly feel very close with and um you know she's now embarking on a spiritual journey which you know when i when we met neither one of us knew that side of each other. Right. So, I mean, it's, it, you just never know, you know, where they're going to come where, from, where they're going to come from, how it's going to manifest and unfold. And, you know, just put it out into the universe that you want to meet somewhat normal spiritual people. Yeah, right. It's like that. <laughs> and, and, you know, just wait for it to happen. Yeah. And I would say the more you refine your own vibration, the more you'll attract literally your soul family will start coming back to you. Yeah, for sure. And it doesn't have to be what you think. Like Patty has this person she works with now and sort of friends with. And it's like there's like a brother energy there. Right. Yeah. Like you feel like brothers and sisters. And right. I had that with <clears throat> Tia. I feel like that brother sister sort of connection yeah. with her just hanging out with her just the other day. Yeah. And it's an obvious sort of like. You feel it. And a it's, gent- like a loving sort of yeah, affectionate you, sort of feeling. It's weird. Right. And it was weird for me, especially because I haven't had like that friendship with a guy mm-hmm. like that. And that way that was like my friend that I have like a care for in that way so it was weird for me to even feel that it was kind of like whoa you know what is all this going on right you know but but uh, it's happening it's, and it's, it's it undeniable is. too just like yeah. me, me and my friend aaron he's like a brother right to exactly me. we yeah. have an extremely uh, a, a friendship that i would have never in a million years expected me being able to have in this lifetime right and he didn't even i mean we you guys didn't even live in the same state when no. you met you know it's like it doesn't have to be someone that's i mean it just happens now you guys live by each other but you know you, you didn't live by each other but you still had that closeness right you know a lot of people in the um, awakening community are coming together and finding uh, soul family friends and yeah and just really connecting you know on a whole nother level so it doesn't have to be someone that's even in your neighborhood or even in your same state 
Right. You just don't know. Yeah, and I, I know we're not really answering your question. I, wa- I said all this to help you raise your expectations. Don't just try to find Somewhat somewhat normal. halfway decent, slightly awake people. Try to find your family. They're out there. Just keep yeah. working on yourself and it'll come. You don't really have to even do anything. Just keep living your best life and you'll find eventually it'll be filled with people that you remember. Yeah. Yeah, we'll leave oh, it like, that. I like yeah, that. And that's exactly how it is for us. It is. Yeah. Um, all right, my friends, we're going to bounce. Hope you enjoyed a Q, our Q&A. If, if you could let us know, that'd be cool. If, if you didn't like it, that's fine, too. <laughs> you can let us know that, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, we wanted to in get something nice, out to you in guys. In a nice way, please. Yeah. <laughs> right. All right, my friends, we're going to bounce. These kids are probably tearing up the house right now. Oh, God. We'll uh, see you next week. Have an amazing day. Peace. Bye. Namaste.